This is the Tribune Audio Network. This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Potash. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. A boy from Montana grows up to be a chemist who smokes and drinks, but his legacy is an athletic challenge most think is impossible. Ted Erickson grows up in Montana. A curious young man, he goes on to serve in the Navy. He becomes a chemist. Ted drinks martinis and smokes. All this makes the challenge that changes his life all that more surprising. This is no seasoned athlete. Some believe the 30-mile trek from Chicago to Michigan City, Indiana that he's about to attempt is impossible because this journey isn't around Lake Michigan, it would be across it. Year after year, elite swimmers try and fail, battling giant waves, ruthless currents, and chilly water temperatures. Swimmers had tried it, but didn't make it. And Ted said, you know, I'm gonna practice for it, and I'm gonna make it. Ted Erickson is 33 years old and far from being a seasoned distance swimmer. He swims regularly, but only for a mile or so. His wife at the time, Loretta, would often cheer him on from the beach. And he'd go back and forth, half mile one way, half mile another, practicing for this swim. And we'd be sitting there having a cookout while he was swimming back and forth. On August 21st, 1961, Chicago car dealer Jim Moran, the courtesy man, sponsors a challenge. Ted Erickson joins five other swimmers to attempt to win the prize money, $3,675, $100 per mile, and Loretta is there for every stroke. So we got in the water, and I was in the rowboat. Well, by the time we got 10 miles, there were only a few swimmers left. An unexpected storm descends on Lake Michigan and pushes Ted off course, adding an extra six miles to his swim. He continues despite the terrible conditions. And as we got down towards Indiana, Ted was the only one swimming. It was 36 hours later that he landed in Michigan City. And he was so tired. The car dealer had gone home. And evidently, they called him and told him, hey, this, this swimmer's coming in. You better be here. <laughs> and uh, he was there waiting for Ted. Ted sets two world records that day, first person to swim across Lake Michigan and longest time in the water in an endurance swim and loses 17 pounds during the journey. Ted felt tired, <laughs> very tired. And I felt tired because sitting in a rowboat all that time, you know, but Ted felt good because he knew somebody would right beside him. That was from the same swim, the first swim that he, he won. And uh, I think we're all smiling because we're so happy it was over. <laughs> In today's money, the prize is $37,000. 
it transforms Ted from casual swimmer to competitive long-distance athlete. When Ted made up his mind to do something, he put the energy into doing it and did it well. In 1965, Ted completes a double crossing of the English Channel in 30 hours, 3 minutes, a record that persists for 10 years until someone breaks that record, his son. John Erickson breaks his dad's record in 1975. Ted then completes the swim from Farallon Islands to the Golden Gate Bridge after multiple attempts in the dangerously cold channel. Throughout his life, Ted's passion for long distance swimming is infectious. He encourages others to join him on early morning swims and mentors the next generation. I think he enjoyed the fact that somebody was out there trying to beat his time, you know, but he was out there to help them too. Ted even trains his dog to long distance swim. Umbra earns four Guinness World Records, including the first dog to cross the Bosporus Strait, swimming from Asia to Europe. In 2021, Ted celebrates the 60th anniversary of his record-breaking swim across Lake Michigan by visiting the water where it all happened. It's one of his last visits. The mornings he came literally crawling down those rocks because he couldn't stand up and walk down them anymore. So he could throw himself in. Those are the moments that I find heartening, that I think embrace Ted Later that year, Ted dies at the age of 93. Our life together was a big experience. It was like a big swim, but it was, a, it was enjoyable. But Ted was a very, very free spirit. He had to have his own life, and he did. And he did what he wanted to do, and he did it great. Ted was a descendant of Swedish kings. He had a Scandinavian heritage and Viking blood. He was driven by a desire to achieve great things. His memorial held near the lake. He leaves a legacy, recognizing there's something bigger than personal records. He shares his victories by mentoring others, knowing that any record set is one made to be broken, maybe someday by the very young swimmers he inspires. Ultimately, Ted's lesson is not technique or training, but meeting new challenges. Ted said the reason he got into marathon swimming was the horizon. He'd watch on the shore as a ship disappeared in the distance. We can't see where the ship went, but we know it's still out there. It is said that man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at WGNTV.com slash Backstory. This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.